Welcome to Yes, X or No Audio. Sneaking ET into an addendum. It's all fine. Just decommission nuclear weapons. Reading a book. Once upon a time, a man took an excursion to a bookstore. This small hiatus from his efforts towards his PhD thesis saw him meet an unexpected future. In this small compendium of knowledge, the bookstore, a book found him. It was a book on UFOs. Richard Dolan's interest was piqued. He set himself a well-defined challenge, as any researcher of history should. Does the USA military take this topic seriously? The answer he found to that question is documented in the first two of the three volumes he intends to complete. UFOs and the National Security State, Chronology of a Cover-Up 1941-1973, is the first volume which contains references to a plethora of released records in which senior members of the USA's military express alarm regarding these unidentified flying objects. Richard's second volume, The Cover-Up Exposed, 1973-1991, UFOs and the National Security State Book 2, follows the narrative of the constant denial of the phenomena by government employees while declassified reports continue to document concern by the military. These two volumes are scholarly, the text being underpinned with extensive referencing. That the USA military has been concerned about UFOs since the 1940s is clearly the case. That nefarious intelligence actors have been muddying the waters is also clearly the case. Herein lies the challenge for a UFO researcher. There is grain to be winnowed. There is also a back-breaking amount of chaff to be discarded. A presentation at the USA's National Press Club in 2001 on the topic of UFOs was overshadowed by the events of 2001-09-11. Testimony was provided by both civilian and military persons. Commentators tend to be fixated on the coordinator, a Dr. Stephen Greer. This is an error. One should listen to the testimony of the individuals. The event and those testimonies provide additional weight to the case made by many and most studiously by Mr. Dolan. UFOs are a concern to the USA Defence Forces. There are many signal events. One of the foremost is that of Malmstrom Air Force Base, at which Minuteman nuclear-armed intercontinental ballistic missiles were stationed. The event included eyewitness testimony of glowing UFOs over the base and the decommissioning of the ICBMs at the same time. By decommissioning, one means the ICBMs were no longer under the control of the launch authority. They were nice pieces of engineering, which could do nothing. As a military, this is a very bad situation. Cases like Malmstrom Air Force Base illustrate the concerns of the USA military, 
who take territorial defense as their mantra. Someone, something unknown is deactivating our defenses. The Rara. One of the most enjoyable elements of researching the UFO phenomena is that one cannot be labelled a conspiracy theorist unless the conspiracy is amongst the researchers. Conspiracies are defined as illegal collaboration amongst people, humans, events involving non-humans, ants, birds, elephants or aliens, are not easily labelled with this dissuasive trope. The latest reason to raise the UFO topic is, wait for it, an addendum on page 12 of a report to the Intelligence Authorization Act for Fiscal Year 2023 legislation by the USA Congress. The phrases which raise the issue are, quote, modification of requirement for office to address unidentified aerospace-undersea phenomena. At a time when cross-domain trans-medium threats to United States national security are expanding exponentially, the committee is disappointed with the slow pace of DOD-led efforts to establish the office to address those threats and to replace the former Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force as required in Section 1683 of the National Defence Authorization Act for Fiscal Year 2022. The committee was hopeful that the new office would address many of the structural issues hindering progress. To accelerate progress, the committee has, pursuant to Section 703, renamed the organization formerly known as the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force and the Aerial Object Identification and Management Synchronization Management Group to be the Unidentified Aerospace Undersea Phenomena Joint Program Office. End quote. To paraphrase the committee, they are a little miffed at the fact that the two groups which were established under the 2022 National Defence Authorization funding have been encountering structural issues hindering progress in investigating this problem, i.e. UFOs. Their response to this structural issue is to rename the two officers under a single banner, as though that's going to bloody well help. These legislatures would benefit from studying Eric Blair's advice on authorship at a time when is pure fill. They do get to the point. Covert briefings have led them to the conclusion that UFOs are a problem. They believe that established structures to investigate the threat are not returning results. The committee's response to this lack of engagement is to rename the underperforming group. It is not the Titanic, it is the Olympic. See sources for some history on renaming. The use of 
expanding exponentially and threats requires at least some validation, of which they provide none at all. This can be discarded as unsupported political rhetoric appended to a bill. Is there not a twixt and twain element of truth hidden in this appendix? Throwing overboard the usual players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The military-industrial complex are playing their usual games for profit and the when-everyone-believes-that-which-is-false-intelligence agencies are stacking the board with disinformation. Nonetheless, there is a hidden nugget here. The hint is that the text is in an addendum. One cannot put these hidden incendiary claims in a bill. They need to be snuck into an addendum. Rendlesham Forest The Rendlesham Forest incident is, perhaps, the next most notable UFO sighting by military observers. While civilian observers are replete with errors in their recollection of observance, these deficiencies are drilled out of military personnel. The command needs reliable information. Information is good, but reliable is what they want. Hidden here is the cleverness of Dolan's question. Is the USA military concerned about UFOs? A parallel civilization. Dolan's research to document the cover-up of the UFO threat leads him to a more profound conclusion. He asserts that the defense industry of the USA is bifurcated on knowledge of UFOs. Those aware operate in a clandestine special access program space in which they are covered by almighty layers of secrecy while the regular soldier remains unaware. This narrative is both compelling and seductive. The core of it is that crash retrieval from UFOs have delivered hints of unknown technology to be reverse engineered. This reverse engineering must be hidden from all public knowledge to produce its advantage. The problem of the argument is that sightings are global, with Southern European and Southern American being well documented from reliable sources. The counter to this geographic objection is the development of nuclear weapons by the USA. The frequency of UFO activity over USA military installations is due to their nuclear capability fluff and nonsense. The question of whether the USA's military takes the potential threat of UFOs seriously has been answered in the affirmative in Dolan's first book. That it is still an issue is answered in his second. The greater issue is the definition of threat. To the military, a threat is anything that stops them from flying planes or shooting artillery or nuclear-armed missiles. To us humans, all of the above are actual, literal, you-will-die-with-your-mother threats. Language and thought 
have been bastardized in the service of making things go boom. Scroll back a bit. Nail me to the tarmac. But here's a little anthropomorphic projection. How about the aliens are a bit like us? There are power influences that change over time. If one looks at the Malmstrom Air Force Base and Randlesham Forest events, one sees an extraterrestrial force engaged in the prevention of the use of nuclear arms. The greater history of reliable accounts of UFOs is that they are observing us. These select, small but well-documented accounts are about the limitation of nuclear weapons. Viewed over time, our alien overseers are doing just that, watching. Now and then they intervene, especially on nuclear-armed delivery mechanisms. If the USA Congress wishes to eliminate the ET-UFO threat, there are two natural conclusions. 1. Eliminate all nuclear weapons. 2. Get used to the aliens. They are here to stay. Afterward. There are at least two key elements to the UFO slash ET topic which are omitted above. This is likely because this author has only engaged in cursory research into these topics. They are the mutilation of livestock documented by Linda Moulton Howe and the topic of abductions documented by many and perhaps most notably by psychiatrist Dr. John Mack. The intentions of our visitors are unknown. Intervention on nuclear armaments would seem to be a message of calm. However, the harvesting of the reproductive organs of livestock and the abduction of people show a more sinister objective. Persons more informed than this author posit that at least six varieties of ET exist. And thus, one may assume that if this is the case, they may have differing objectives amongst them. The UFO slash ET topic is complex. What it requires is that which it is denied, an acceptance of the fact. From this, a sensible approach of diplomacy can be begun. Thanks for listening. Until next time.